Trip to Siberia, Bible Translation to Hanty Language, Christian Radio Revealed Word. Greetings. I have Sister Faina. She is with me now. She is from Ruskinskaya village, from a local church. So she is the one who is in charge of the Bible Translation Project to Hanty Language. Welcome, dear Faina. Thank you so much for being so kind to accept our invitation to spend some time together and to hear from you. We are really interested to learn more about Bible Translation Project. So we would like to hear more from you. How did it start? How did it begin? How did you do it in your church? What was the starting point? Can you share just a little bit about that? Yes. We started in 2017. So that time we had visitors. Sergey, Ruslan, and Dima, three brothers that came, approached us and suggested to try to start translating the scriptures into our native language. Well, I didn't think about that before because I can read in Russian, I can understand Russian language well, so it wasn't a problem to me that there was no native language translation. Then I've heard and I've learned about the possibility to translate the Holy Scriptures into the Hanty language, and it was really interesting to me. Praise the Lord. Okay, but then you are reading your Bible in Russian language, but then you can speak Hanty language. You are fluent? Yes. So, for you, personally, I'm wondering, like now, there are some books of the Bible translated into the Hanty language, like the Gospel of Luke, the Acts of the Apostles. So, this is the oral Bible translation I'm referring to. But for you, when you read in Russian, but then you listen to the Bible uh, in Hanty language, oral translation, what do you feel? What is your experience? Russian, Hanty, well, I think I'm reading mostly in Russian language reading the Bible, but then I listen to the Bible translation in Hanty language, at least sometimes. So both both translations, I like them both and I use them both. Okay, thank you. Well, uh, are there any criteria you would like to mention in regard to the Bible translation? For instance, how would you really evaluate and understand like this particular Bible translation is is good? Like, have you set any specific criteria to use? What are you eager to achieve? What kind of translation you are planning to have? What quality? What is your vision? What is your idea about that? Well, I see that translation to be meaningful. So it has to be meaningful according to the Bible. Okay, so let's take a hunted person. Give him this translation so that person will have to understand that that's the Bible, that's the Word of God. So when the person listens to that, he must have that understanding that this is the Holy Scripture he's listening to. So it has to have that meaning. So it's not just Russian God, but it's Jesus Christ, the Lord God, the Creator of everything. So it has to have that special meaning. So that's the requirement, right? That's the vision that you have. Can you share a little bit about the progress you have already achieved so far? Like, what's the progress? Is it a successful work? How many people are involved in the Bible translation? How many translators? Any challenges? How often do you have your regular meetings? What I know is that you sometimes you have those meetings, but not every day, right? Well, Zoya Vasilyevna and I, 
We live in the same village, so we work on the Bible translation. So then, when a part of the Bible is completed, we exchange the manuscripts and then we check each other. But then Slava and Vale, because we are four translators, they mostly spend their time at the um, at the pastoral land, ancestral land. So they have to travel to visit us. So we review their work and they review our work. Okay, thank you. Now uh, you have experience and of course we spend time with different brothers and sisters. We understand that there are seasons and this work is of seasonality nature because yeah, we understand that there are those harder camps and the camping grounds people live on, and sometimes they travel to the uh, villages. Yeah, so the progress should be supported. You have to organize for some special events, but now, of course, we understand that, yeah, people have their tablets they use for the Bible translation, some gadgets, and then each individual person, wherever he or she is, they're able to work on the Bible translation ongoingly. It's not being interrupted. But then when you meet each other, you can exchange your manuscripts and the drafts. Yes, we do our reviews. We check. We correct mistakes. We have another review. And then we can submit that. So these are the seven steps of this mass uh, Bible translation uh, project. Yeah, eight steps, actually. We follow those steps. Praise the Lord. So in general, we can say it's a successful work you're involved in. So what do you feel about that? You being the representative of the Hanti people, what can you say? Can you uh, confirm that using this methodology is going well? Yes, the Bible translation is a success. Now, so far, we have translated four or five Bible books. Yeah, the work is progressing slowly, slowly, but it's moving on. So we are working since like two years ago. And the church members, the people in our church, they use that translation. They listen to that. And of course, we ask for their opinion, their feedback. When I have completed my draft, I share it with them and I check with them. What, what do you think we should adjust? What's wrong? What's right? What can we improve? Because we want to improve uh, the translated Pieces. Praise the Lord. I'm so happy to hear that your bro brothers and sisters are involved. They evaluate. They help you to refine, to correct. And sometimes they suggest some uh, editing, some adjustments. But then what do they say in general, the brothers and sisters? Because I understand they are mostly perhaps reading the Russian Bibles. But then when they hear their own language in terms of Bible translation, what experiences they share? Well, I wouldn't say everybody speaks Russian and everybody is fluent in Russian. No, we do have people in our congregation that can't speak and can't read. Um, so our culture is mostly oral, so we don't have that written language culture. So most of our people, they listen to the translation. At least the older people, they can't read, so they always read, uh, they always listen to the translation and they enjoy that. They are so happy to have that Bible translation available now in their native tongue, praise the Lord. So what are the challenges? What are the difficulties you have faced in the course of your Bible translation efforts? Maybe some specific stories you would like to share or things are moving perfectly well, smoothly? No, of course not. Well, for me personally, the challenge is that there are some Bible words I find difficult to translate. For instance, uh, 
a dove, a pigeon, the word we don't have, or a lamb, or a sheep, that's another word which is a challenge for us to translate. Well, how did you do it? How did you overcome this challenge? Like a sheep or a lamb, we checked and then we found the word. Like there was a word, but we were not aware of that. But then we found it. Well, young people, many of them, they are not fluent in hunter language. They don't speak it well. They can understand it. They can speak it with their parents. But interacting with each other, young people mostly use Russian language as the communication tool. So those words, we aren't aware of them because we don't use them ever, or at least very rarely. Yeah, it's good to hear about that. Well, I think you don't keep sheep, right? That's that's why you have this challenge. Right, that's... That's the reason. Mostly it's reindeer. Yeah, we have reindeer. So mostly reindeer, herders, that's who, who we are. Well, very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Well, so who is in charge of uh, making sure that this Bible translation is uh, correct? Doctrine-wise, do you have anyone who is following on that? Because there are specific thoughts expressed by the Lord through the scriptures, and it has to be in accordance with the biblical doctrines. For instance, one of the key doctrines is that the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's not just a human being, but He's God who came to this world in the human body. He... Uh, he's the son of God, and when we do Bible translation, it's really important to follow the biblical doctrines and not to lose it and not to distort it. So Jesus Christ is not just a person, a human being, or uh, something else. He is the son of God. How do you make sure it's there? The eight steps we follow, one of the steps is very specific. It's to check the key words. So this is one of the steps we should follow. When we must ensure the doctrine to be kept, Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we follow that procedure. Historical dates, names, and the doctrines, we make sure it's there, it's unchanged. It's clear. Thank you. Yes, we do the translation to Hunter language with all the key doctrines in place. So what do you use? What are the tools you use when you do your Bible translation work? Well, we use tablets, the gadgets, and then we have a software. So that's the special program we use for that. Can you share a little bit? So this is the software that helps us to record our audio uh, voices. So we record verse by verse. We use that recorder, and then it's a whole chapter. The verses are put together, and then it's a unified recording. So that software, the application, allows every single individual to record a specific piece. So it's a big volume of work, but we use small pieces to record, and then we just merge them together, and it's a single file, and that's a great application to use. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Once... You mentioned that you have four Bible translators engaged. I think it's not enough. Yeah, it's it's very few. Then once I was talking to a woman and then to a few other women, actually they expressed their interest to be engaged in Bible translation, but still 
They don't have enough time, so also it takes time to train them first. So time is an issue. Of course, you try to tell people to make them aware. Yes, I would love to involve more people. So you tell friends. But what do you tell them? How do you present them? How do you introduce this project to them? Do you just ask them, do you want to translate? Well, I'm telling them, we do Bible translation. Would you like to join us in that? Would you like to be involved? We can work together. So that's how I invite them. Some, they say, no, I can't. Some people express their interest. We need to train them, but then we need to find time to do that training. Well, basically, my feeling is that soon they can join us. Praise the Lord. So you will be training them first and then they can be involved. Yes, of course, they should follow all those steps and we need to teach them about that. Praise the Lord. Great to hear that. Well, now you work on the New Testament uh, part. Yes, we translate New Testament. That's our current uh, piece of the scripture. How about Old Testament? Well, I think first our goal is to complete the translation of all the epistles, but then why not? Why not Old Testament? I think without Old Testament, we wouldn't have even a New Testament, so we should work on translating that as well. It's the Bible. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. I wish to say that. May the Lord bless you abundantly. So if God allows to visit you once again, we would love you to have a whole Bible in Hunter language so you can have whole scripture. Thank you so much for sharing, for providing such great answers. Praise the Lord. Thank you.